0: Hi kids, today you will be listening to P.E. Lesson 9.1 with Mrs. Diamond. (laughs) In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about cardio and the fit principles. Wow, I didn't expect so much excitement. I honestly thought you would be torn between cardio and doing pizza. So let's get started. What on earth are the FIT principles? And it's not. It does not stand for fries, ice cream, tiramisu, or tetrazzini. I know for middle school students, food is always on the brain, but alas, this is P.E., So I want you to think of the FIT principles as an exercise prescription to help you understand how long and how hard you should exercise. FITT is an acronym that stands for frequency, intensity, time, and type. It can be applied to exercise in general or specific components of exercise. For example, some general Fit guidelines for weekly exercise that fall under each category uh, is like how often do you exercise? So, do you exercise daily or three to five days per week? Or, and then how intense is your exercise? Is it a moderate form of exercise or is it vigorous? And then, how much time do you spend exercising a day? 30 minutes, 60 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. And then what type of exercise do you, are you doing? Is it cardio, strength and flexibility? So I'm really curious what the fit principles look like for some of the teachers at our school. So let's call the reading teacher, Mr. Marino. Let's see. Let's see if we can find him. Here we go. Hey,
1: what's
0: up Christine? Hi Mr. Marino, how are you? <laughs> it was awesome. It was relaxing. How was yours? About the same.
1: Super relaxing. I definitely needed that time.
0: I know one of my students reached out to me and she wants to know when the next break is.
1: <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving. Have my
0: That's what I told her. She thought Christmas came before Thanksgiving for some reason.
1: <laughs>
0: so, Mr. Marino. Today, we are talking about the FIT principles, F-I-T-T. And so what that means is F stands for how often you exercise. I stands for intensity, how hard you exercise. T stands for time, how long you exercise. And type, what type of exercises. So if you wouldn't mind sharing with my listeners what exercise routine looks like for
1: you. Okay, so it's been a little bit of an adjustment period for me because the gyms have been closed. So I haven't been able to work out the way that I want to work out. Um, I haven't been able to lift weights, which is, like, something that I really enjoy. So then I started during quarantine uh, doing push-ups and planks and, like, body weight stuff. Mm -hmm. That was really difficult for me to sustain. (laughs) I got really (laughs) bored with it. So, strength
0: training was initially your way of exercising. Okay.
1: The other thing that I've been more consistent with has been running. I used to run in high school, I was on the track team and the cross country team. And I grew up uh, running with my dad. And so that's something that I just always kind of default to. Um, And I started getting back into uh, running. And actually, after this call, shortly after this call, I'm going to get out and Get a couple of miles in. So I'm just trying to build up my base to try to get myself back into a little bit better shape.
0: Okay. Um, so that's <clears throat> running is one of my favorite activities too. I mean, I don't love to run, but I've been running for very long. Um, yeah. So you're going to do two miles. Uh, and right. then do you do this every day? Are you running two to three so, days a week?
1: Yeah. It's more like two. Uh, it's like probably two to three, sometimes four days a week is where I'm trying to get to.
0: Very nice. Um,
1: a frequency is, is you know, I used to be consistently an every day, almost every day runner, five five days a week, and then um, it's been less and less for me. Um, and so now I'm trying to get back into that habit because, yeah, like you said, I also don't love running, but it's a habit that I've developed and I've been, been doing it for, uh, you know, my whole life pretty much. And it's one of those things where you just got to do it every single day um, or at least, you know, regular.
0: <laughs> it's interesting because we have different people have different body types and so they should do or different not just body types but blood types and different blood types require different types of exercise and i know that for me uh, i'm an o negative and so my blood type requires uh, a lot of physical exercise so running is one of those things that i do on a regular basis and for others their blood type might require like yoga you know stuff that's does not as strenuous
1: it's funny because I I am a, a stiff person. So, like, um, stretching is something I need to start incorporating more seriously into my routine. Um, but yeah, fitness is my fitness life has been, and I know this is a ridiculous excuse, but it has been definitely took a hit <laughs> with COVID.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: I really enjoy going to the gym, I really enjoy lifting and going through my routine at the gym. Uh, but that's been taken away, and sometimes I've I've used to the school gym. But since we haven't really been accessing the building, I haven't really been able to lift there either. Um, and so yeah, so I've been just trying to do the supplemental things, like just trying to stay in shape. Um, running is is a one is the one thing that I my go to. Like I know how to do it. I know how my body's going to react. I know how my body will respond. Um, and so that's sort of where I am right now. It's not my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but
0: I'm doing it. So. Well, that's good to hear. I would like more students to know what their teachers are doing to stay in shape and to stay healthy. And I know it's a very difficult thing to do during this time, but we have a lot of time at home. So running doesn't just have to be outside. You can also do, you can run on an elliptical. Uh, you can, yeah. you know, you can just run in place. So.
1: I mean, yeah. yeah you know, there's a whole bunch of neat things. I mean, the push-ups, uh, you, know, you need a bar for pull-ups, but like you can do uh, bodyweight squats. Or another one I like to try to mix in. For me, the cold isn't a problem. I grew up when I was in middle school. I ran a lot, and um, actually, I was the fastest sixth grader in my in my class. <laughs> <laughs> <for the Myers. laughs> um, but my dad and I would run in the winter in Wisconsin. It was so cold um, out there compared to Colorado. Um, so like the cold doesn't bother me so much. The snow doesn't bother me so much. Um, it's just a habit, and you got to get
0: used to it. And, you, know. you know, actually, for me, running in the cold and snow or in rain is my preferred weather to run in, just because... Oh, give,
1: me, give me rain every day. I yeah.
0: love it. Oh, yeah. It's like I my body heats up too fast, and so it's just a way to cool down while I'm running. But anyway, Mr. Marino, I... Oh, thank you so much for joining us today on my podcast. Continue to be a champion, and bye for now. Take care, take care, Miss Simon. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, that was awesome. So now that we know what the fit principles are for today's cardio, we are going to power walk. So power walking emphasizes speed and arm motion to increase your heart rate. So if you wanna really empower your daily walk, increase your pace with more strides per minute. All right, walking is a really good physical activity and something that is easy and convenient for most people. But you must be wondering how far should you walk? How many steps should you take, right? So if walking is your exercise of choice, it is recommended that you get at least a minimum of 30 minutes per day, although 16 minutes would be ideal. And if you're power walking, then you're really doing it up. All right. If you like to track your total steps taken, you can use um, a watch called a pedometer. And this pedometer or watch measures your steps. You can also download an app onto your phone to measure your steps. So try wearing the pedometer or keeping the phone in your pocket for the entire day and not just when you're exercising and see how many steps you take throughout the day. So if you have been previously inactive, as so many of us have been during COVID, a good goal would be 5,000 steps. For others, experts recommend at least 10,000 steps per day. Okay, and when you are finished with your power walking, I want you to think about an exercise log because an exercise log can be an important tool in helping you plan and maintain your exercise program. Um, That is, it is a way to track your progress. You can easily look back and see how you have progressed over time or progressed over time. In addition, it can help you plan and prepare for future workouts, as well as identify patterns of what seems to work well for you and when you have the most success. So, on your exercise log, you should include information about the type of a workout, the length of your workout, and the intensity of your workout. But you, you can also include additional information such as what you eat, your hydration level. Uh, if you're working out outside, you know, the distance you took, um, the type of shoes you were wearing, the clothes you were wearing, when your weight. You can include the weather. Like Mr. Marino and I discussed about how we run better in rain and colder weather. Um, you can include, some like if you're ill or you have an injury and you're still doing exercises, and you should include something like, did you give your personal best? So, those are additional information you can include in your exercise log. Next thing I want to talk about is eating. (laughs) Because when exercising, it is important to fuel your body right so you can have the energy you need to perform well. So, before you exercise, since your body relies mainly on carbohydrates for fuel, eat a small meal or snack that includes a mix of simple and complex carbohydrates. This is particularly important if you exercise in the morning. And Examples include a granola bar, a bagel, or a small bowl of cereal or oatmeal. Try to eat 30 to 60 minutes before exercising so your food has time to settle. You know, like if you're swimming, you wouldn't swim and And eat at the same time. Um, After exercise. So after exercise, it is important to refuel quickly. Try to eat something within an hour of exercising. A post-exercise meal or snack should include carbohydrates and protein. Carbohydrates will help replace your energy stores. Protein is necessary to help rebuild and repair muscle that was worked during an exercise session. Some other important things to know when exercising, especially if you are exercising during the summer. I know it's not summer yet, or we just came from the summer and now there's snow all around us. But you want to take proper precautions to prevent heat exhaustion or a heat stroke. And so some tips and hints for exercising in the heat would be, like, stay hydrated. Be sure to drink plenty of fluids before, during, and after a workout. I think that just goes without saying. Um, if exercising longer than an hour or sweating excessively, consider rehydrating with sport drinks that will also replenish lost electrolytes. Okay. Um, now, last but not least, there is the possibility of heat exhaustion, which occurs when the body cannot sufficiently cool itself. So in extreme temperature or high humidity, your body's normal cooling system, which is sweating, may not be enough. So you might suffer from things like heat cramps, which are like muscle pains or spasms in the arms, legs, or abdomens, often caused by a low salt level. Uh, You might also suffer from heat exhaustion, which may involve fatigue, dizziness, headache, nausea. But it is generally caused by prolonged heat um, exposure and dehydration and loss of salt, just like heat cramps. So, basically, to deal with heat cramps or heat exhaustion, just stop your activity and rest. Um, Drink clear juices, sports drinks, replenish your electrolytes. And if it persists, be sure to tell mom or dad. All right. So, well, it's hard to say goodbye, but this concludes today's podcast on cardio. (laughs) In the next podcast, we will be talking about how kickboxing can help you burn some major calories. And I would like to thank Mr. Marino for being our guest speaker today. So bye for now.